0: The Get Geeky, Get Awesome. It is the Awesome Cast, episode 632. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron, in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ready to roll here. And we have with us, in studio, wife of the show.
1: Hi, guys. Hey, it's Missy. It's a face you don't see very often.
0: It's a couple's podcast today. It's a couples podcast. Which, you know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everything will be fine. <laughs> uh, oh, the button's there in case anybody called in. Um, so how are you doing? You're, you you haven't been on the shows for a while.
1: No, I haven't been. Uh, life. There's been a lot going on.
0: Yes, yes. You've, you've been having a lot of meetings on Tuesday nights and stuff, too, so. <sighs> Between that and yes. like
1: when I'm on the other side of the country. Yes.
0: And yeah. Yes, we're dealing with that as well for scheduling. But April's going to be a little nutty here for schedule wise, but we're, we're, we're trying to sort it out. But anyways, this is, this is the Awesome Cast. You can check out everything at awesomecast.com. Here's an awesome at sorgatronmedia.com for any inquiries. You can also uh, Awesome Cast on the Twitter. And also, we do have the sorgatronmedia.social. And we did just invite our Patreon supporters to join us on the Mastodon circuitron media dot social fediverse thingamajiggy uh so you can go over there and find all the accounts for this and the other podcasts and uh that's where we're we're communicating with people over on that new plat exciting new platform and seeing how that goes so uh it's part of the experiment so if, if 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 mastodon is super super scary for you uh and you're in our patreon hop on over we'll let you right in and uh we can figure it out together also uh, of course we do have uh, a less scary uh, Facebook group I, well actually it depends on who you ask um, <laughs> that you can uh, uh, be a part of the conversation do we, we also do have a discord and a Reddit as well. Please subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app. Of course, there's a Circa Media feed on all those places, uh, so you can check out this and all the rest of the shows, including Wrestling Me-Am Show, Fishing Without Bane, and Gay, is in a, Gay and His MB. I can't say it quick. I'm still working on that. It's a new name. It has a lot of vowels. Uh, anyways, and also, thanks to our, our friends at PostIndustrial.com for sharing the show. And, of course, we're here live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, on YouTube, and on the Circa Media Twitch page. Uh, so you guys can join us in the chat I see some people out there Being a little quiet Oh, Del Potter is out there hanging uh, right now And of course you can support us on the Patreon Patreon.com AwesomeCast Our friends at the executive producer level Brian Crawford uh, At the coffee club level Matt Wellow, Cynthia Klosky and Mike Pound And at the family show level Michael Fedor, Professor Buzzkill And Dave Potter, Clipper of all things sword related We have all the things that are going to trip me up You guys can support the show, too, and I'll mess up your name at patreon.com slash awesomecast. And also, again, you'll get that invite for coming on to the the social on Mastodon and other goodies here and there. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. I didn't see that Missy crossed out dutters to put herself. So, you, we have been, we have been fitnessing. Let's talk, let's just generally talk about fitness here. But you got an awesome thing. And I, and, and we're, I want, probably want to kind of poke at a little bit more uh, beyond this too, because you, you have been really kind of hitting this uh, lately uh, um, and, and, and doing a lot of progress. But uh, are, you,
1: are you going to let me talk about my awesome thing? Or are you I'm just going introducing, to introducing your
0: awesome thing.
1: I just really want to talk about my awesome thing. Okay, things.
0: what is your awesome thing?
1: <laughs> so, uh, so, my awesome thing is the Echo Heart Rate app, and I will tell you why it's awesome. So, the beginning of the year, toward the end of last year, I actually started on this trend again of losing weight. And the best way for me to do so is to change diet and exercise. Uh, did pretty decent with the diet sort of aspect of things, starting after like the holidays in November and mm-hmm. through December. Mm-hmm. And then January 1st, I hit a new year, new me, like everybody else does, but I wanted to make the most of it. So we have a treadmill at the house, and I've been doing a Couch to 5K app, uh, which I've also linked in the show notes there, Sorg. Um, So I've been running, and it starts everything out small, but in order to get the best use out of the treadmill, having that heart rate interaction is really, really important. So the Couch to 5K, it interacts with my Apple Watch and with my iPhone, but it doesn't connect it directly to the treadmill.
0: And I have to mention, the Couch to 5K is really, it looks a lot different than when I was trying to do five Couch to 5K probably several years ago, probably pre-COVID. Well,
1: and there are multiple apps mm-hmm. i went through a couple of them before i landed on this one and, and it's the active are there
0: are there multiple couch to 5k yeah, is there, that what it is oh are. so this is a different brand than i had yeah before, so this is
1: probably a different brand okay so this is this is one that i found and it's um, like i said it's, it's active is it, the is the, the
0: uh, is 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 the joe sergeant in the camo shorts what really kind of drew you into this one uh.
1: well actually the funny <laughs> thing is there there are a couple of different Voice prompts the the sergeant one that you just pointed out is one. Billy is actually the the, the trainer woman that they're showing that lower portion there that you're you're yeah now. She,
0: she looks like a Disney princess slash trainer
1: kind of <laughs> um and then there's just like a normal person kind mm. of trainer. I didn't really care for the normal person kind of trainer, so I'm actually Billy is my wait, chosen trainer. Wait
0: wait 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 is that Constance, Constance you're talking yes. about? Constance, and have you yes. tried Runicorn,
1: Apparently, um corn was a little too peppy for me, oh, so no. I was like, yeah no. Run a so, car,
0: looks it looks it, he's a real party animal. Yeah, He'll entertain and yeah. encourage you at every mile on your magical turn. Yeah. This is like those ways things. Hi, would you like this cartoon character to follow you on raise? Uh No, thank you.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So, like I said, I, I landed on that, but again, the problem that I was having was my devices weren't talking to the treadmill, and our treadmill has iFit with it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, an order track with iFit. It has like an Android tablet uh kind of situation we did pay for i mean this is where i was yeah those on the show this is where i was talking about the street view like that it'll change the treadmill based on like i i have a couple runs in san diego fort lauderdale and san francisco and holy crap the san Francisco hills really maxed that out but but it does a lot of cool stuff and they have a lot of content on there so but anyways you're saying
1: so i liked it but again those app the, the the training programs they have on there Work best when they're able to track your heart rate primarily um, and different things like that. So I needed something that was going to bridge the gap between my phone and the treadmill. And when we were traveling recently, they had the nice, nice treadmills in the Mm -hmm. hotels where you could just like hold your Apple Watch up to it and then it would just pair to it automatically. I love when
0: they have those. Those
1: were amazing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, how do I get this sort of interaction at home? I did some research on a couple of things, tried a couple of different apps, but I landed on this Echo Heart Rate app because it pulls up and it integrates pretty well with, with what we've got going on. So what it does is instead of hitting the, I'm going to start a workout on my Apple Watch, I open up this app on my phone. I hit the connective thing like you can see right there in the, the preview on it. It connects with Bluetooth to my treadmill And then it sends that information to my treadmill. So I was doing a workout last night, for instance, and my heart rate needed to be within a certain range to meet the parameters for the the treadmill or for, for the workout that I was doing through iFit. And if it saw that my heart rate was a little bit lower than it wanted to be, it would either increase my speed or it would increase my elevation on the treadmill in order to get my heart rate up into a target zone to help stretch things out and, and make me more cardiovascular <laughs> sort of workout stuff. Um, so I've, I found that that was working out pretty well and I've actually enjoyed the last month or so, of, well more than a month. It's been two months, uh, since I started it in January. Uh, like so th- this was a recent addition and it seemed to be the missing link between what I was missing in my home workout versus what I can get if I go to the gym or if I go to a hotel gym and and work out using their newer more integrated way more expensive treadmills Mm -hmm. and it also works with other platforms so it's it's not just a treadmill i can connect it to a bike uh, Mm -hmm. like a smart bike or i can connect it to other devices and it has like a, a list of different companies and different hardware that it works well with awesome so yeah that's my awesome thing to like
0: but, and i gotta tell you what, you know i, I you know I, I was looking at uh i i thought we spent a lot on our treadmill we, and then i saw the price of some of the like what we see in, like in the you know obviously those are more commercial uh when you see something in like like the the hilton or the you know holiday inn or something right that, that have all those extra features and, uh, and and I was looking at that, you know, how do I how do I get access to my Android device that's embedded in my in my in my uh, uh, treadmill? And it was like, oh yeah, so I have this like 32 inch version. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? like ours is like a a, a normal like regular sized original iPad. It looks like basically mm-hmm. that's embedded into into the, the 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 dashboard of your treadmill, and it tilts a little bit. And then and then again, it's like it is the control interface for everything. So
1: and when I was researching the treadmill, that was one of the things that I took into consideration. Uh, that tilting thing is beneficial for the two of us because you are a foot taller than I am.
0: Yes, I t- tilt it every time it's my turn. Exactly, <laughs> and I have
1: to tilt it down. It's just like it's just
0: like the car. I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna move the seat, you know.
1: Yeah, so it's 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 nice that that we can kind of figure that out. And again, it, based on price point and features, that was the treadmill that. Seem to work for us.
0: So i what I wanted to expand on, because we have the iFit, I've been mostly just using that kind of street view kind of thing. I haven't ventured into a lot of the. I did I did a Thailand walk for one of these, but you know you're a few months into using the iFit thing. Mm-hmm. We do also have Fitness Plus, and I use that for my yoga and everything, because I, I you know I, I like that um, on our and we have an Apple TV in our workout room and everything, right? So like how has that iFit kind of been and I don't think you haven't done terribly much with the Apple Fitness to compare have you? No
1: Apple Fitness I haven't and here's here's my problem with Apple Fitness the way that the treadmill is set up
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can't see the TV very well <laughs>
0: <laughs> because, because I mean, I, I, I'm like this is perfect and you're like I can't see I am short so yes yes.
1: <laughs> so like, I can't really see the TV over over the, well, the we treadmill. Can't. Well then,
0: you don't need the, the, the fitness for the TV but uh, like I still think it's great for like uh, the rest of the rest of the things that don't require equipment. So,
1: yeah, and yeah. and like I said, I haven't ventured a whole lot into that. It's no. it's on my to do list. The bigger thing for me was I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Like I need to get to a point where I can I can do my I, I can expand my cardio. Exactly. So yeah. the Couch to Five K has worked out really well for that because mm-hmm. I am to the point with the Couch to Five K app that I am running for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I mean by running I'm I'm doing like a four mile per hour run maybe mm-hmm. uh so it's it's not really super super intensive run but, but you're going but I'm going um and the fact that I do a five minute warm-up I'm doing a 30 minute run and then I'm doing a five minute cool down as part of this app has been really great because when I started it was smaller increments and then it builds up to what I'm doing now so I didn't start out doing a 20 minute workout I started out doing like a 10 minute workout mm-hmm.
0: So, oh. so using the iFit mm-hmm. side before you were doing this, I, I know you're kind of more doing this style now. Well,
1: I um, I'd still like, do the iFit.
0: Yeah. So, like, tell me a little bit about that experience of having it integrated.
1: So it's it's interesting because the way that I can do it is now that I've got this app to integrate things. Uh, like I said, it monitors my heart rate, mm-hmm. and it will tell me, okay, you're you're putting too much energy into it. You're going to the next tier on the the.
0: This is that zone idea, right? The zone
1: idea, yeah. Yeah. So it has your recovery zone, it has another zone, like an active zone, and then it has like a cardio zone, and then it has a you're killing yourself zone. Mm -hmm. Uh, So (laughs) the goal is, depending on what workout you're doing, to keep it within a a certain zone. So last night I was doing a workout that it was a walking-based workout, and it was simply to do a recovery so it's it's a recovery walk. Um, the the iFit guy that was doing the the guided walking tour thing, uh, he's recovering from cancer. So this is one of the things that keeps him active and doing things, but it's not putting too much of a tax on his body by doing like a running workout. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm able to to follow. We were walking through parts of Scotland, I believe, uh, last night. So I was walking through the hills of Scotland, and we're walking up a hill. So I, it, my treadmill kicked up automatically to a 10, uh, incline and I'm still going at like 2.5 miles per hour for the walk on a 10 incline. So my heart rate picked up quickly and it was able to read my, my heart rate that I had kicked into the next zone. So it dropped my, inclined down a little bit in order to, to be less taxing on my, my cardio system. And then when it did the progressive check in, you know, a couple of seconds later, it was like, yeah, your heart rates don't where we want it to be. So it dropped me down again. And then it slightly lowered my speed. When I leveled out, it brought my speed back up automatically in order to get my heart rate back into that zone that it was looking for, for, for that cardio workout. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, it's nice that it integrates that sort of stuff. Uh, I I know that when I've done things like you've done with, with like the integrated map system that I can choose where I want to be, it will kind of do that as well. It gets kind of weird though, because the one trail that I was doing, it was a relatively flat trail, but all of a sudden it jumped up to like 10 yeah. on the incline this is on
0: the street view thing yes on the street and i've view had thing. that too because yeah. we were trying to figure out It's like i'm crossing the golden gate bridge why am i at 10 on the incline and we we're talking about It's was like oh it's looking at the actual terrain not the road terrain
1: yeah. right and
0: you're like you're at the other end of the bridge that's where the mountain starts right yep. and you're like oh no you know <laughs> so and also it gets a little kind of wonky from there um, it, it's been really interesting. No, I and, and it is something that if you're not maybe into the i or the uh, the uh, the Apple Fitness uh, idea, like this is it's very uh, especially for the walks and everything. It's very um um uh. Let's say Discovery Channel, you know, like they're it they're is. going everywhere. I love when like the when you're first starting, you're like I'm running with the boars or, like, the boars, or something or <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, the wildebeest. that Wild was, yeah. was I was
1: ordering the wildebeest. <laughs> I've also done. They have a haunted series, so they walk through like the the host for that one takes you on a walking tour of different cities that have like historical ghost areas. So one of the things that we did was uh, New Orleans. So we visited, there were like three or four different locations within that tour and all different spots in New Orleans. So we're walking through like a riverboat we're walking through and he's doing the, the EVP like ghost hunt stuff.
0: Yeah, you're talking about that. So it
1: was it was kind of an interesting thing. So it's there's there's programming in there for just about anybody and it tries to to engage it so that you're you're doing something interesting with it. So some of the tour guides intro- you know, have you included. So like Damon, the guy that was walking with the with the ghost tours, you know, he got spooked by something and he's like, You're supposed to have my like he looks at the camera and says, You're supposed to have my back, you're supposed to tell me about this sort of stuff. Like you're supposed to let me know if something's coming to get me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's kind of an interesting aspect of it with regard to that. Um, I see you're, you're doing the.
0: the and, and I love it. It's the first time I've loaded it up. This is an iPad Pro I have it loaded up. This is exactly what the interface looks like when yeah. on, on the thing.
1: And the nice thing is this also does for your phone. So if I'm not on a treadmill, if I want to do an outdoor walk, mm-hmm. I can still do the iFit series through my iPhone, connect it with my uh, AirPods and just just roll like wherever I'm walking. So I can still get that instruction and, you know, they'll cater the, the workout to what you're trying to do. So they have, they have walking programs, they have running programs, they have weight training programs, they yeah. have pretty much anything. Like right now you're seeing like a workout thing. So it was kind yeah. of interesting.
0: This looks like a dumbbell strength training. The, the one video. treadmill
1: thing that I was on the other day, we're, we're doing a run. And then all of a sudden the treadmill stops and she says, okay, we're going to get off. We're going to do some yoga. I'm like, <laughs>
0: you're like, nope.
1: <laughs> I don't want to do yoga right now. I want to, I want to oh. run. <laughs> like this is what I was doing. And, and she's
0: doing this like kind of yoga strength training. And she's like on the beach overlooking the water somewhere, you know, fantastic and tropical. So oh yeah. There, there, are you some, know.
1: and that's another nice cool thing about it is I'm getting to see mm-hmm. parts of the world that I wouldn't normally see. And obviously I'm, I'm not going to be traveling there to, to be able to, have that experience but i can still kind of in my own way experience it in the comfort of my own home while i'm you know on the treadmill
0: yeah that was hawaii by the way turtle bay hawaii it says so i mean so that's a look at that i mean you know, honestly we have it because it's built into the treadmill and, and i still think the apple fitness is worthwhile having on hand for other things like I, to me just having it for the treadmill itself i think is worthwhile um, I think it costs like something like $150 for the year for a family plan. And yeah, that's up to four accounts, five. five accounts. There's only two of us. so Yeah.
1: But, I mean, it's something that we can even look at for our parents. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And... So they can have something. So, but they also have, you know, we also, you know, we, we have family plans on everything. So they also have the Apple Fitness and everything. But it gives them an option, you know. We, maybe they don't like the tone of the apple fitness you know versus this so it, it is a different tone than what you get on apple
1: fitness and, and even so the the interaction with it, i like the fact that i instead of having to hook up the tv hook up the apple fitness mm-hmm. and just roll with that which sometimes i have problems getting things to connect in the in the workout room we have uh, a very old tv so. yes we do <laughs> um so it's easier for me to just literally go to the treadmill just boop turn my thing on and i'm ready to roll do what again boop. yay <laughs>
0: Awesome. So that's iFit. Uh you say we're working with the Track, and we have uh the Echo measurement, the Echo, what was it, echo, echo
1: Heart Rate echo app. Heart
0: Rate in the Couch the, the Couch to 5K she is currently using uh will be in the notes. So my awesome things um I wanted to bring up um and these are things that I probably talked about before. I've been using one of these programs for years. Um, but uh one one of the cool things that we're using it for a couple of things. So um, I've been using something called Zencaster for years, right? Um, it's something it's a program that will uh, initially just if you want to do what I think we call double enders in podcasting. Um, so it's it's you know you're recording here locally. you're recording like each think of a Zoom call, but you're recording on each microphone, right? So um, so yeah, you're you're recording on each microphone. And then when it's done, it'll take all of the, all of those recordings and it should be kind of doing it on the fly, too. But when you're done with it, you have all those MP3s or WAV files if you're if you're paying for the right tier. Um, and uh, and just double check here uh, <laughs> trying to bring it up. I think I forgot how to spell Zencaster. But anyways, I. Um, And then, like you have nice, clean, the best audio possible based on whatever mics they had on the air, and if they have a good mic. You're putting through Skype, and then it's it's going to be a problem. Um, They have recently, and I was not happy when they were redoing things uh, for a bit there, and they they added video, and I actually had a couple podcasts fail, a couple recordings fail on me, and it got really wonky because you know they kind of shove you over into into the new the new idea, um, into the new thing. Hopefully, I'm, I'm into my own. Um, and then we've, for another client, we've been using another one called Riverside.fm because, uh, one thing that we have not had with Zencaster and a client brought this to me, um, this one, it does exactly the same thing. You do the video recordings as well, and you get the video from every side of it. Both of these, if you pay for a certain tier, it will add a lot of editing tools. You can actually just sit there and edit your podcast in these, It's not going to be as high fidelity if you're taking it out, putting in an editor, you know, and kind of doing it more professionally. Um, But it does it is a nice like, you know, it can get you going to do a video podcast, do a podcast podcast, you know, for the you know hobbyist kind of uh, level of things from the looks of things. Um, I've been really impressed, mostly impressed. I've actually just started to notice some issues uh, because we are actually doing uh, uh, one of our podcasts that we've been doing for a client. Um, we don't record it locally. Generally, we record it through the Riverside.fm. And only this week did I notice some issues.
1: Uh-oh, what issues? I only
0: noticed it just it's a little bit of that fidelity because you're you're capturing it in video compressed in the browser, you know, versus capturing it like locally here with some of the tools that we have in the studio. Like, say, you know, for VMix or something like this, we'd record it locally like we do with fishing Without update. And I just like, I'm like, ugh... I think this is just something I'm noticing and, you know, the clients didn't care and nobody else noticed it. And to everybody else, it looks like a fine video. Uh, but still it, it is nice. Cause like, you know, if you get that Skype call where everybody kind of looks like crud, I got to use it yesterday because we had some uh, uh, technical issues with commentary for a wrestling show. So through my system here, I was able to send a wrestling show into uh, Zencaster and you have a choice with one, one thing. I haven't seen this with Riverside, but with Zencaster, you can say, I want all audio or I want to see everybody, but I'm only recording audio or I'm recording video and, and everything, you know, soup to nuts. Right. Um, so I, I, I like that. Um, um, so they were in there. I got the best audio out of all of them, which is, you know, only going to be so good because we're doing that in post. But um, but it was nice because I got to sync that. I captured the audio of the video and and I could do some special things on my side to sync that and put it together. Put together a th- two and a half hour show with audio and syncing it, and then getting it ready to go. Um, p- pretty much within forty five minutes, I got to, I got to prep that thing. And and you know a lot of it was just like I had to make sections, put you know put the chapter points and all that kind of stuff in for all the matches and segments. So um so Riverside FM I think it is Zen- or wait Zencaster dot Calm. I'm sorry. That's why that wasn't coming up. Um, so pretty good interfaces. Um, I would, if you have the ability, I will not depend 100% on these. I will set these up with my soundboard. If you got a Zoom or a Zoom uh, recorder or something like that, I recommend you also capture that audio. <laughs> so in case something should happen, and this and weird things have happened with this app over the years, it is not without failure. But nothing's without failure at this point, right? Um, But we've had a couple where we've had problems recovering. We had one with Riverside where somebody ducked out before it uploaded and we didn't get their side of the interview. Thankfully, it was a test episode uh, where we're kind of figuring out with the client the format and the things they need to tell their guests and things like that. So um, it's been a big tool for me for since 2016 probably <laughs> so, yeah, so you, you've been using, it, for I've been a using while. it a whole lot one of our clients has an account that we use actually two of our clients have an account uh between the two of them um so it was nice to see have an opportunity to use something other than zancaster and see how somebody else is doing it and i think there's several other probably websites that do a very similar thing but it's, it's that double under thing It can you the best of both worlds and uh and, and it really does kind of help you out for that so um Bonner is chiming in, says recovery is also good for the day after a long hard run uh, for you. So is, is that Couch to 5K kind of promoting that? I think yeah, you, couch,
1: you said, couch to 5K mm-hmm. it does with the with the weekly training program. It has like it's nine weeks. I'm in week nine right now, and it does three workouts a week. So I've been trying to do them like every other day, and my day off I'm doing a walk or I'm doing. You know, yoga or something that that's not a workout. Workout. It's it's more of a re- recovery type of thing. So it's it's been helpful. Good.
0: Good. All right. Well, hey, it's time to speaking of workouts. One reason we have to work out because we have some great sponsors like Slice on Broadway, New York City style. Yinzer are made. They got some healthy options though. Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills, and the South Side Works five locations across Pittsburgh. And uh, thank you so much to these guys for supporting the show uh supporting pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza slice on com. side note mm-hmm.
1: today is a run day because i had pizza
0: yes yes
1: i need i need to burn those calories you're
0: going you're going, <laughs> you're going to hit the treadmill right after this show aren't pretty you pretty much yes, yeah, yeah yes. hey speak let's keep on the pizza side there's an interesting story here about chuck-e-cheese and floppy disks you do you want to do you want to take this one
1: Oh, I'll let you take this one. I'll I'll chime in because I'm gonna get to the toilet paper after that one. It, what? <laughs> <Is it laughs> just just paper? just roll with it. Go oh, go with no. the, go with your Chuck E. Cheese. Did I also
0: forget? Am I gonna get on the Jagoff site again? No. Did I forget no, no, to change no, no, the no, toilet no. paper?
1: No. 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 No.
0: Um. Wait. Why? Where is this at? Why is it not opening? There we go. So uh, I actually saw this a couple weeks ago in a TikTok. So I, I didn't share it because it was just I don't like just having a TikTok for a story on here. But, but now there's an article. But I, I came across an article, and I think you did too, and almost put this in yes. here too. So Chuck E. Cheese. When you talk about like those those animatronics and things, um, you know. Uh, you know, I, my, 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 I think it was my sixth birthday party. We went to Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, so, uh, and yeah, just Gary wrote in animatronics. I just watched a, uh, a, uh, secret galaxy video on the Chuck E. Cheese, uh uh, 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 growth and failure. Um, but yeah, they, there is apparently at least one of the stores still is running on the legacy system before. And, and, and the video that I saw, and I think this is the same one that's in this article, Um, shows that it is running that sequence for the uh, animatronics loads off of a floppy disk. If you're not, if you're on audio with us, it says show three 2021 Chuck E. Cheese summer of fun studio. C. this,
1: this is the thing that I laughed about when I read this article is it is a three and a half inch floppy Mm -hmm. with the date 2021 on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking going, wow. Like, I thought that nobody was using floppy disks in that capacity anymore. And yet here we are dated 2021. There are some things that I have on floppy disks still. And I do somewhere have a drive that I can put, I I can plug in and use when I need to, Mm -hmm. but I don't access those files. This is something that somebody accesses now. (laughs) It's crazy.
0: You're you're talking about even after Chuck E. Cheese phases out the floppies, which are in the process of, Uh, there are there are there's still uses for them in other domains such as medical devices so i mean i mean i think 10 years ago i saw them running dos when they load up something in the hospital so um no it's it's pretty crazy but i mean and again that's the thing they can't turn over that technology so quickly you know if it works it works
1: and this, this is the other concern with it especially in a medical situation do I want to trust something that I'm going to have to download, or can I pop in a disc? Which Which one, if it's going to save my life, do I want to deal with hospital Wi-Fi and/or internet connection that might be sketch?
0: Um, they, they say some of the they've seen some of the newer Studio C Chucky e. Cheese run on flash drives and SD card combos, but usually newer setups cause issues with stuff, and it's easier to just keep the old stuff running. Um, yep. So, so you know, we're talking about the animatronics, the lighting, the show sync data. Are all on that floppy disk. And really, I can, mean, that, that's you, just, that's just ones and zeros, right? So Can you pull
1: up that picture again?
0: Or uh, the floppy disk itself? Yes. Let me see where that's at. Because yeah. how big is a is a floppy well, here's, drive?
1: Here's my favorite thing. Show that to somebody, like a, a kid now, like a millennial, <laughs> and they're going to look at and say, it's a save icon. Somebody somebody 3D printed the save icon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's just, it's astounding how, how technology has changed and yet not changed under the circumstances. It's, it's it's so much fun. Um, so, are are you done with yours? I what? Are, are you are you done talking about your fun thing?
0: Yes, yes. What, what, what's your, what's so? If
1: you thing? scroll down to section twenty one, or I'm sorry, um, section twenty. So there is a Nintendo Switch game, but in order to play this game, you need to grab a roll of toilet paper. What? You need to grab a roll of toilet paper. I came across this, and this is this is my. My shout out to Dutters for, for the weekend. Love you, dear. Um, yes. So what it is, <laughs> is you have, you, you can see on the picture that, that you're pulling up. It is an integrative game that has a rolling device that you control by shifting a you, roll of toilet paper you put the joy- on a cardboard. You put the Wii controller inside the tube. Well, it's
0: uh, uh, Joy-Cons, I think they call them. Yes, yeah, well, yeah. okay, the,
1: the, the Joy-Con. So you, you put that inside the tube for the roll of toilet paper, and then you use a piece of cardboard to move the controller in order to control the game device, like, uh, on the screen. Um, so it takes the rolling motion of the toilet paper in order to do what you're doing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you actually play with a roll of toilet paper. There she goes. Look at her go. Yep.
0: The game is no paper.
1: Which is funny because that's why you have to get paper. Oh, boy. now, now Now you have a reason to keep a roll of toilet paper and your phone in the bathroom with you. So you're sitting there doing your, your business while you're going to be using the toilet paper and you can make use of the toilet paper roll. Seems
0: like a lot of movement for when you're sitting in the bathroom. Uh, I mean, if
1: you're sitting in the bathroom for a while, you might want to be moving around a little there. bit. There you go. Your legs are falling asleep.
0: Oh, boy. All right. What else is there here uh, for us to talk about? Where are we at on time? Okay. Um, I need to reload that. <laughs> this got weird with the video. Um,
1: well, we have a friend who has a new book. We do, we do. You've got that you know in there.
0: Far? Notorious Pittsburgh from our friend Chris Whitley. Well. Actually let's give a shout out there. Let's give us some some, some, some and Chris great has been sales. On the, Chris has yes. been on the
1: show before. Uh he does a lot of interesting things within the the tech industry of some sorts, but also the nonprofit world specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh he's he's done a lot of different things with some various Pittsburgh nonprofits and world based nonprofits. Uh but he has done this notorious Pittsburgh tour as part of the Doors Open world. Uh, for those of us here in Pittsburgh, uh, Doors Open does uh, tours of places where you wouldn't normally have access to. And he has done these tours as part of that series as well as some work himself doing, doing the tours. of Interesting stories and highlights of Pittsburgh history.
0: Yeah, a lot about like the the, the, the mafia, the some the jail breaks, district. the red light district of back in the day, the reasons why they started the first police force in Pittsburgh. Yep, uh, it's it's a fascinating tour. I got to go on it twice. Got to take Missy on it, film some stuff for him. Um, it was really 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 cool. Uh, so I, I love that it's in the book form. More people can check it out, and uh, and uh, you know.
1: And in book form, it is available digitally for those of you who who prefer to have a digital version. It's
0: actually on pre-order coming in March 15th, but I know some people have ordered and have a physical copy in hand already. Oh, wow. I know Chachi has one, and I think I got a shout-out in there. So
1: nice. Um,
0: so yeah, there's notorious Pittsburgh, it's on Amazon right now. Go get it out and support a friend of the show. So um Sorry. I, Yes.
1: I'm just I'm just driving the show tonight. Sorry. I'm, okay, I'm, what
0: do you want to talk about now?
1: Tell me about how YouTubers can swear. So there was a
0: thing, um, this was going around for the last like month or so, that if you had a swear word in the first like 15 seconds of your video, you were going to become demonetized and de- or at least not deplatformed, but like you, the algorithm was, you're going to get hit on the algorithm basically, right? So um, apparently the quote from them is, we found the profanity policy resulted in a stricter approach than we intended. Uh, so, so they have now rolled back its restrictions on that, and it was mentioned uh, on the Creator Insider channel. They said it reviewed the data on how the new rules were enforced and found that they resulted in a quote stricter approach than we intended. The update means that creators will still be able to make at least some money on videos, even if it's mild swearing upfront. Though the restrictions remain confusing and don't fully revert to the older rules. So um, I think we're safe because our video usually has a pre-roll and a uh, music bed and everything before it rolls into it. So how but, much
1: swearing do you have on AwesomeCast usually? Well,
0: AwesomeCast uh, depends if, unless I see somebody parking out front illegally. Uh, 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 so <laughs> that's when it happens. Um, but anyway, so so yeah, I, I think you know, I mean they're 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 pushing it back and forth. Yeah, uh, and they said if, if the video, and this is according to TheVerge.com, dot um, as a you know, reminder, this was like if the video came, contained swearing within the first 15 seconds, it may be demonetized, uh, which means that they uh, wouldn't run ads on it, which limits if you're, you're actually earning you know revenue off of those videos. So you get a million views on this thing. It doesn't matter because you said the poopy in the first five, 15 seconds. Who says so, poopy? I, and I think this is more about this is probably going to be more about your like YouTube shorts, right, that are already under you know a minute or less when you come onto YouTube. That would make sense. Um, so again, you know, as we, I think they just run out the monetization at the beginning of February for those. So that's a big, that's going to be a big push on that. So um, not fully walking it back. They said some ads, um, they will still re- still be eligible for some ads if they they use quote for stronger profanity. We we dance this, uh, we dance the the suitability line a lot with the professional wrestling that we post on YouTube. I know um because if they you know sometimes we have some more violent matches that include a little bit of blood and thumbtacks and stuff um and then we'll i'll start just like noticing like notice or something on that so but i just let the algorithm figure it out and you know that's fine we're putting enough content up there to figure it out so um we talked about
1: chris Uh, so did you did you see the google easter egg the google easter egg what happened over google Uh, So Disney recently launched the new uh, Mandalorian Mm -hmm. and as part of that Google integrated Grogu as part of their Google sphere. Uh, So if you go to Google and you search uh, there, there's a list of terms that that it allows, but if you search Mandalorian for instance uh, you'll see a little Grogu pop up in the corner and if you click on Grogu he will magically use his uh, force to edit your screen. Are you pulling this up so we can see it? I'm
0: trying to, but I'm on an iPad, so I don't know if
1: it's going to work. Oh, so it's not working. Lo- oh, 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 wait, 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 wait.
0: Ooh. Hold on
1: hold on a second. Oh, there he is. There now. he is. There he is down in the corner. Yep. And There's a little arrow
0: pointing at him. All right, I'm going to tap so on him. So you tap on him. Oh, he's moving the bar.
1: He's He's moving it. He, and he's oh. taking out, and he's going to drop it.
0: Yep, he just dropped it down and below. And if, if you
1: hit it again, he—if you tap him again, he will take other.
0: Oh yeah, there, there goes the, uh, the the picture bar. You just threw that on the and ground.
1: He'll just keep doing that.
0: Okay, he just—and just, it will
1: scroll down the page, and he will just keep doing.
0: He's just that. tearing apart the page. He is <laughs> as you go. He is. Oh wow. There it goes, there it goes there it goes your Wikipedia entry. All right, and blank.
1: And I like that he's just demolishing the, the Mandalorian universe because that's what you used for the search term to get him up there. there and go. and that's what just keeps happening. Take, is that.
0: take that Gina Carano. What the hell?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps going and it's just, just piling going. and
0: piling and piling. Yep. Okay, I got I gotta stop this. But gotta, you can't. Take that IMDB. Okay, moving on. Moving on.
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah that, that was that was a fun little thing that I read about. I was like, "Are you? Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go check out Google right now." And it was so much fun. Uh, they 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 make it creative in a good way. Uh, th- there are some campaigns that are just like, eh, "Really, we did this?" But no, th- this is one that I think definitely won. That's
0: what. That, that, that's always the thing I always loved about Google was the whimsy right when we came to things like this and the experiments and we we've gotten so far away from that like thankfully the original you know the google.com you know which is you know bread and butter for them uh and and what made them like they still do that you know Mm -hmm. there's still that kind of uh, kind of um um you know vibe to it so um anyways so i don't know do you remember any others what's your favorite over the years that they've done it was, It's always so momentary, you know. It's like, oh, cool, that happened, and you move on. But, yeah, but like still, I, it I, was nice for the moment.
1: That's the. That's the thing. Like, I have the the finding Nemo, the the Dory, like, ooh, ooh. oh, they
0: did a door. Oh yeah.
1: No, the, the the refresh of twenty seconds, and I I don't remember anything else. So I really can't speak to one that I like, but I do appreciate this one. Um, and I like that they take different interactions. So it's not always the same thing happening with the page. Mm-hmm. It's it's different. Um. And I think that this is a good integration with Grogu, given his Force abilities.
0: So, uh, Missy, you're familiar with Medium, right? The TV show? No, 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 not the TV show. Not Patricia Arquette, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. So, Medium is the thing. um, You know how uh, 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 our friend Janine Pickerl uh she has her newsletter on like Substack, you know that you can subscribe to and stuff like that medium is like medium is medium is a is a high-end blogging platform let's put it that way if you're not familiar with that um and a lot of people you know i know some people that i follow that are journalists on podcasts that, they'll have a medium page and you sometimes you have to pay for it to get it without ads and everything like that Just a way to monetize for um you know people people that are you know you know in in the more professional writers and high-end bloggers and things like that. So, and we've talked about, of course, you only know, say, we, we're starting to sort of try media.social uh, to help kind of step like our, our, our Patreons and our, our, uh, our, our podcasts and our, and our hosts onto uh, Mastodon to try it out. Um, and according to the Verge over here, uh, Medium's getting into the game and they're actually helping you. And they're actually asking you to pay $5 a month to join its Mastodon server. So, you know, of course, like for us to do, you know when you're when you're joining a Mastodon server, and as it's it's mentioning in this article, like you are now dependent on a volunteer that's paying for that server, which can mean, be kind of scary. But, I mean, I don't know if it's more scary for well, that or somebody else. yeah, you know, either way, somebody's paying for the service you're on if you're on Twitter or Facebook or something else and too. that
1: that becomes a question is, mm-hmm. Mastodon was supposed to be a way to kind of circumvent having somebody else control your content. Right. And now
0: you're dependent on somebody else You're depending on somebody else's else content. Yeah. And as you as we're experiencing, um, because I'm trying to figure out how all the hooks work, like I I'm getting frustrated because I can't figure out how on twit.social or even my own Sorgatron.social um, how do I search for things on other servers? I'm trying to look for where the professional wrestling conversations happening and the search is like disabled for anything outside of my server. Um, and I think I can turn it on or I don't know. So I, I it, it's that kind of thing. So, so like if you're on a server and somebody says they want to lock down professional wrestling because they don't think it's cool, you know, they have a problem with it, then like you're, you're not beholden to that or you can start your own server. So, but you do have that option of being able to motion, be able to search your own, you know, um, and, and there's some more you can do with with a uh, uh, community there. So in, in this case for Medium, like they say, hey, you know, rather than being beholden to a volunteer and crossing your fingers, they're not going to shut this thing down, you know, or hard times and don't have money and they shut down the server with, you know, 100 people on it. You know, now they're they're homeless. Right. Um, and what do we always say to our clients? Have a home have your own house, right? So, um, you know, for your community. So for them, $5 a month or $50 a year. Um, And then this does, they're looking to add some more um, benefits to that. Of course, you're going to be on their server with, you know, I'm sure that's going to promote their own writers are going to be on there as well. So you are directly have them, you know, on server in your home local feed versus your federated feed, which would be everything. Um, So... Um, you know, things like that. So, you know, so, so, so again, kind of getting ahead of the medium is a bigger platform that a lot of people online know about.
1: Well, it's, it's I also think it's, it's kind of that situation of, all right, I don't know how to build up my own server for this. So mm-hmm. I'm going to rely on somebody and, and I most trust pe-
0: yeah, most people will not. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and I trust medium because they're a brand that I'm familiar with and I know so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and join their server. It's only $5. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and join their server. Uh, makes sense, I would think, for the the layman under the circumstances. Uh, I'm curious to see how it's going to play out and how many other companies start to adapt a similar policy. Mm-hmm. And, things. Mm-hmm. and then I'm curious to see how that landscape is going to change over the next six months to a year when you get... You know, th- this this to me sounds almost like their version of the Twitter blue mm-hmm. or the Facebook verified, you know, you you pay to play
0: mm-hmm. and
1: now you have the, oh, I'm on the, I, I'm on this server. Yep, I'm on that yep, server.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, and it, it's, it's, like, it, it's segmenting, but it's also, it's weird. It's segmenting, but it's wide and it's open, but it's still segmenting. And like, you can, you know, if you leave. Let's say you don't like what we're doing at dot when you go to Mastodon.social and you're talking with somebody anywhere, right? You know, generally generally, let's you know let's not talk about like, you know, shut down servers and things. I think that's an extreme case in most cases. But let's say you're talking to Leo Laporte on twit.social. I got you know, I left sort of, sort of, media.social because I don't like what they're doing over there. You can still talk to Leo the Port on Twitter.social. That's how it works. That's why. That's where how the federated thing is interesting. Uh, and kind of lending towards that, this is uh, John Gruber, who's an Apple blogger that I think uses uh, a medium. He says he's very uncomfortable with the fact that nearly all Mastodon servers are free to use, volunteer efforts funded by voluntary donations. That's not sustainable. I suspect a lot of Mastodon servers that seem to be thriving today won't be around in five years, taking all their posts with them. Twitter is free to use, and look how that's gone, is the context that they're giving for that. And that's true. If you're free, what's the product? And Unmask If it's all volunteers, we're just sustainability and something like that. Medium? Medium's probably not going anywhere uh, for a while. They've been around for a bit. You're paying for it. So at least, you know, that pays into it. You're paying for a certain thing, at least, you know, month to month. I think that makes a lot of sense. So... um
1: Sorg, you froze. Uh, what's that? I said, Sorg, you froze. Yes, my I-R-O. brain
0: froze. I was catching up with the chat room. Um, Ponder is saying, so he says, think, of, think about you pay for Medium and you get Mastodon for free. Yeah, there's that too. Oh, is this just LinkedIn with your subscription over there? But that's the thing. Like, well, that's fine if that's just like I mean, we we're we're offering it. We're not doing why because you know we don't have the finances you know to to support a hey 100 people come over to our Mastodon. i, was like, I think i can support 100 people now maybe it was 20 i don't off the check uh but anyways um but it is like you know let's let's add this as a benefit for our community to be able to get on and get on together and represent together you know, into this wide world, you know, maybe they move on and go to a different server eventually or something like that. But in the meantime, like we've all started this and figured this out together, you know?
1: So here's, here's an interesting question that I have. So if I'm going to be on their server for $5 Mm -hmm. and like, I'm looking at it from like a video subscription platform. Mm -hmm. So if I want to have Disney plus, if I want to have, um, you know paramount plus if i want to have all these different apps i can i can subscribe to those certain things mm-hmm. so feasibly could i be on two different servers oh, yeah. through mastodon and then be able to connect those
0: um i think you can do a little kind of link over kind of thing and then you can like like i'm over like my personal one's still on twit.social cuz i want to see what a how a bigger server operates and then we have all of our other stuff. So I'll post via my accounts over on Sorgatron Media, like an awesome cast at Sorgatron Media.social. And then I'm boosting and resharing over on my account on twit.social. So you can, like, so let's say I wanted to have a Sorgatron on Sorgatron Media.social. I can still share between them my own stuff. So that's how I think that's how you would perpetrate so being it, on both uh, platforms. It
1: it could be beneficial under the circumstances because then you could introduce other people to that audience. I guess I guess yes. my question would be would it be mm. would it make sense to join different It could, be. Servers under it, could the circumstances? Be. it
0: depends on what you're doing. And actually if you segment things like I want to talk to tech people over here, I want to talk to wrestling people over here, Um, I literally, I was listening to Office Hours today and somebody was talking about, they're like, how do you handle all the videos you watch on YouTube? And one person was like, I have separate accounts for every subject matter I watch on YouTube. (laughs) Which is like, so they're training the algorithm. Hey, I'm logged into my video production education account and all I'm getting is video education instead of just a a little bit of everything. And you've seen my recommendations, their comic books, uh, video production uh, professional wrestling Until comedy I something forget something which I'm logged
1: into and I watch certain things and then you're just like your your algorithm gets thrown off
0: yeah I mean, you know, that kind of thing Netflix is the thing I still have super uh, episode of supernatural that I definitely did not watch uh, so yeah, that was me. <laughs> um, and it's like I'm not on Netflix enough to be like, like I'll get I'll watch a series like one month and that's it you know well, just just
1: be thankful that I'm not watching Gilmore Girls on your Netflix I I mean you know whatever I was down with the
0: Gilmore girls was, all right <laughs> um where are we at where are we at all right well i think it's that time to wrap anyways really yeah it's that time it's pumpkin time and and nxt has a big show tonight so and i got to edit this show before the next so we have a guest tonight on the wrestling mayhem show so uh missy thank you so much for dropping in well, I'm
1: glad to be here.
0: Thank you for coming up from the back office.
1: Well, technically, thank you for staying here, because usually I go home.
0: Yes, yes. There's <laughs> that too. All right. Well, uh, um, well, you don't really have a lot of social medias right now.
1: So. Well, I do, but none of them are mine.
0: Follow Sidekick Media Services on all social medias. and
1: <laughs> Yes, and see what Sidekick Media and Services.
0: You and of course, Missy is the social media and website builder. Uh, extraordinaire here in the in the psychic media sorgatron media. So
1: yeah, like I said, I, I currently live under other people's domains and platforms.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. She's the, so much
1: so that I don't have do much on my own because I
0: she's a wizard behind the curtain. I am. There you go. I like that. I like that. Uh, of course at Sorgatron on the Twitter and everywhere else social media, Sorgatron at twit.social and of course go hop over to Sorgatronmedia.social to uh, see what's going on in the Sorgatron media podcast world and with our co-hosts and our patrons and everything, too. Follow them from whatever server you are also on. So um, you know, so thank thank you for being a part of all the communities. Thank, thank you everybody you for, for joining us. Oh, and then it's gonna get us a takedown notice. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week.